Welcome to the Mind to Muscle podcast, where we focus on exercising our minds and our muscles. I'm your host and sweaty mama, Jennifer Loganville, and my goal is to empower you to live each and every day stronger than yesterday. Being the strongest in the room isn't only about your physical fitness, but your confidence and mindset. Here, I'm your biggest cheerleader as we learn how important it is to put your mind to muscle even before picking up the weight. Otherwise, what are you doing? Grab your water and get set up. We're starting in three, two, one, let's go. Welcome back. Today, we are going to talk about the 80-20 rule, how to apply it to your life, how I apply it to my life, and what it means in my perspective And hopefully you walk away feeling like you're ready to put this into use for yourself. So you might have heard of 80-20 rule before, especially in the context around nutrition. So we'll talk about fitness and using it later, but right now we're talking solely nutrition. So in a nutshell, it's about finding balance between sticking to structured eating plan at 80% of the time and allowing yourself some flexibility for indulgences and less strict eating the remaining 20% of the time. And some people use maybe 90-10. Sometimes I will, I would say about 80% of the time I eat 80-20. The rest of the time it's surrounding a photo shoot or maybe, you know, April, May, I clean it up. And so then I'm more on a 90-10 because I know I'm going to be in a bikini. And honestly, it just depends. So I like to start with 80-20 and explain that, and I think this will help you. I hope you have some amazing takeaways or some aha moments that you're like, ah, I can utilize that. I can do that. This is sustainable. Let's go. So for women in fitness, the concept holds significant importance. It's essential to recognize that everybody's body is unique and it's different, and it requires an individualized and tailored approach of nutrition, surrounding nutrition, which is why in Jen's Get Fit Group, I offer one-on-one macro coaching with your membership. So the 80-20 rule offers the framework that acknowledges that you need both discipline and still real life and enjoyment. And I am never going to be the trainer that tells you to skip the meal, skip the sweet treat, skip this, skip that. I'm going to say, yes, you can have beautiful, amazing muscles and you can also eat the cake. You can have both. You can in moderation. And so that's where you're going to learn this today. So we're going to break down how can the 80-20 rule be applied to macros? Well, It's protein, carbs, and fats, as you've heard on my other podcasts, or if you're a member in Gen Z at Fit Group, we talk about it all the time. The 80% represents your foundational intake of these macros, aligned with your goals that we have set for your macros. So, you know, for me, my macros are going to look different than yours. But for example, if you're trying to build muscle, which I'm in that phase right now where I'm happy with my fat loss that I've had over my 12-week challenge. And I am going to maintain where my body fat is right now because I'm at a really good spot where I feel lean, but I also am producing enough milk still for my baby. And I just feel really great. 
and I don't want to get any lower because I don't want to dip my milk. I don't want to hurt my hormones. I don't want to do all of these things. So I'm at this sweet spot right now. So my goal from here is to maintain, but gain muscle. So again, you will decide what that 80% looks like for you, depending where you are on your journey, what your goals are, building muscle, losing weight, maintaining a healthy lifestyle, whatever that is for you, that's what your 80% is going to be. So right now I'm building muscle and mine is 80%. But during the 12-week challenge, I was trying to mostly focus on losing body fat, but also kind of gain some muscle along the way if I can. But the 12-week challenge, my goal was losing body fat. And I accomplished that significantly. So now I'm like reversing it a little and I'm eating a lot more calories and I'm trying to gain muscle. So my 80% rule is going to surround the foundation of gaining muscle. When it comes to the 20%, that is where some flexibility comes into play. It's not about throwing them out the window. Today, I'm just going to throw out my macros for the day. It's not what that's about. It's about enjoying the foods that you love in moderation, guilt-free. Who does not love the food freedom? I tell you all the time, macros are food freedom. Intuitive eating is food freedom. All of these things go hand in hand with each other. It's about attaining that food freedom. And so with that 20%, you can walk into a social gathering, an event without the stress, but also you're still making mindful choices. So it's important to make sure that you have the balance. So if that makes sense, now I'm going to eat. So you got a seven-day period because sometimes I look at macros on a seven-day term besides just day by day. And so I will look at someone's macros and when they do a check-in, it's a whole thing with me. And I look at a few days at a time and then if I need more, I ask for more. Um, And so I will say a lot of people follow the 80-20 rule and they don't even realize it. There's a few of my members who follow, I would even say maybe 95-5 or 90-10. But with macros, it's really hard for me to be like, you can only eat this stuff because with macros, you can eat essentially anything you want as long as you're hitting your numbers. That's the beauty of macros. You can eat anything you want. You can eat pizza and nerd ropes. You can eat all lean meat. You can eat a hamburger. You can go to Culver's. You can eat chicken and broccoli. You can literally cater however you want with macros. And if you're like, wow, I didn't realize that, go listen to my macro podcast one and two. I think you'll find a lot of good information in that if you haven't. And if you have, maybe just a refresher because I can always freshen up on my knowledge around macros, about lifting weight. So I feel like everybody can. So go listen to those if you have not yet or maybe need a refresher. All of this should full circle and make sense for you. So the importance of nourishing your body adequately, the 80% of your macros should prioritize a high quality source of protein. So while I said, yes, you can have pizza and you can have, you know, nerd ropes or you can, that's what I'm famous for, the nerd bites before a workout. But you can have those things. And that's the 20% of the enjoyment, okay? And yes, I sneak those things into my macros. That gives me food freedom. That makes me feel normal. 
Maybe that's what my kids ate. That's we are eating something like that at my parents' house. That's that 20%. Otherwise, you're getting high quality source of lean protein, complex carbs, really healthy fats. Those macronutrients, those macros are what's going to provide you energy for your workouts, the muscle recovery, all of the goodness. That is the stuff that you're blessing your body with, okay? You can't just completely bless your body with nerd ropes. So think of it as, sometimes I say this in my event I had, I I said, those are Jesus's macros. And so sometimes you just have You have to give your macros to Jesus and have a good day and not track. And so again, that's the 20%. But that 80% is maybe you're tracking the rest of the six days of that week. So when I was saying we look at a seven-day period, I look at each day and then I look at seven days. And I'm like, they're eating about 80-20 and they don't even realize it. Some people, I would say, learning their macros or if they only follow their macros three days a week and then the rest of the week, they're off. I mean, I would say maybe that's 20% on and 80% off. So you need to to figure out what your goals are and how you're going to align this, okay? Just like I said. So say you have a vacation in like four months. Now is the time, not two weeks before, not four weeks before. About 12 weeks before your vacation is when you need to really be bringing things in, eating, 80-20 up until the last four weeks and then you can tone it in and bring it in that 90-10 balance and then when you go on vacation enjoy yourself and no rules and it's fine just hit the high protein that's all I ask but five days is not going to ruin your results five days you're going to enjoy yourself you're going to maybe gain some water weight and then some bloat and then you're going to come home in a week you're going to be back to normal so don't stress about those little vacations or those little weeks off it's okay as long as it's not consistently happening, as long as you're jumping back on that 80-20, you should be good. So if you're craving a slice of dessert, go for it. That's, that's your 20%. But just do it mindfully. Don't go overboard. We always want what we can't have. So with macros, why starve yourself away from those things that you want? Just fit them into your macros. Make it work. But also remember that you need that 80% of your day should be good food that nourishes and blesses your body. And I'm not just saying that because that's what I'm telling you as your personal trainer. I'm saying that from like a health standpoint. Like we shouldn't be eating super processed foods, you know, 80% of the time. We should be eating that about 20% of the time because it's yummy and it's what makes us happy and that's what makes us feel normal. It's great. But 80%, you should be getting that lean chicken, those green vegetables, those good fats that help and balance your body. So how are you going to do it? Well, meal planning and prepping are the most powerful tools when you're implementing the 80-20 rule effectively. Plan your meals, your main meals to hit your macro targets, and then allow yourself some flexibility with your snacks, your treats. That's what I do every single day for more than 10 years now, and I promise you it works. You never feel like you're completely taking something away, so then you don't feel like you ever have to binge eat it. For a long time in my life, I was so restrictive with my diet. Tuna, tuna rice, tuna rice this, chicken, tuna rice this. Like I eat, I was eating, breathing, sleeping tuna rice, and the only condiment was mustard. And 
man, I was miserable. And then I would get my hands on one little treat, one Reese cup, and then I eat the whole bag. You're like, yep, that's me. Stop being so restrictive and find the balance because that is the ultimate freedom because then now you don't let food control you. You control the food that goes into your mouth and in your body and your results. It's so freeing. You have to do this. I can tell you how. I can teach you. I can give you the tools. You fill up your tool belt. You have to implement them. So the 80-20 rule is designed to foster a healthy relationship with food, not cause guilt, not cause anxiety around it, not giving you this stress. It's give yourself permission to enjoy the treats guilt-free and know that balance is what it's going to take to have a long-term success with macros, with results, with everything. Balance is the key. Consistency always wins. Consistency will always win, no matter what. So if you are only doing 80-20 for a week and you're like, I just don't see any results. No, girlfriend, you got to do it for a long time so you can see. Because that 20% in a week's not really going to show up. If your first week you're doing like 95-5, where 95% of your food intake is perfection and you slip a little bit on that five, you're going to see awesome results in three or four weeks. But if you're in four weeks eating... 50-50, you know, less than 80%, you're not going to have like super amazing, like shocking results in four weeks. That's where I said at the beginning, you have to decide what your ultimate goal is. Are you going to be here for a long time? And so over the next year, you would like this transformation and you're giving yourself a really true, sustainable transformation timeline? Probably in a year, I think that's fair to be like, okay, I'm going to eat 80-20 for this next year lift my weights every single day with Jen and give 110% effort and have that 20% balance, I think you're going to love your new life, your new mindset, less stress, food freedom. That's the ticket. And my members that are the most successful live the 80-20 life, whether they know it or not, just from my point of view. So it's also, remember I said, super essential to remember that everybody's body responds differently. What works for one person may not work for another. Some women might thrive on a structured approach. I have the lean meal plan guides. I have something that is extremely structured and I have so many members that thrive with that. And then I have members who love more of the intuitive eating and that kind of surrounds the 80-20. And some members thrive on macros and again, 80-20. And so you just have to know what works for you. Test it all out. If you don't know what works for you, trying each take is going to make you be like, yes, I love that. No, I hate that. Nope, that's not for me. You have to try. Now you're failing because we don't fail. You fail when you stop something completely. But if you pause, take a step back, look at what worked, what didn't work, and then, you know, we go a different way, pivot, you're not failing. You're just trying a different approach. So. As women, I get it 100%. We feel society's pressure to conform to a certain standard of our looks and our skincare and levels of injectables and beauty standards and our clothes and this and that. I get it. There's so much pressure. And again, use the 80-20 rule on that stuff too. Like I'm 80% natural products in my house. 
there's about 20% where it's not natural because I like the scent of this certain thing. So I'm not going 100% fragrance-free, but I'm about, truthfully, I'm about 95.5. There's a few things that we're not, you know, chemically free on, and that's okay because it's about balance. And if you are a mom who's like me, you're like, I want to be mostly healthy, but I also have to be a little bit real life. I get it. Feel you. I see you. I'm with you because I am the same way. I want to be 100% clean. I do. I want to be so perfect and healthy and organic and all these things, but it's just not sustainable for me. And I don't have time to live that life at 100%. And so for me, and I stressed, I was so stressed about it. But honestly, I took a step back and I'm like, you know what? 80 or 90% clean and healthy and that's pretty good. So I can deal with that. And that 10% that, yes, my kids might get red food dye at a kid's birthday party, it's going to be all right. I don't have to stress about it. I'm not going to make them not eat the cupcake because it has red 40 in it. It's going to be all right. And so that's when I realized it. And that was so freeing for me. And so I get it on social media. I follow all these accounts that make you feel like you have to be or your mom failure if you're not a certain way, or all of these things. And if you can just step back and make your lifestyle about 80% clean, free of fragrances, free of toxins, but you still might have to implement a few things here and there, I get it. It's all right. You're doing your best, and that's all we ask is just do your best. And I'm here for it. So again, like the 80-20 can apply anywhere in your life on any topic. So that's my little topic on the beauty standard. This episode is sponsored by Top Notch Athletics. We customize tailored clothing for those that are here to get things done. We design clothes for those that never settle. The peak performers, the ones that never sell themselves short of the best. The high risers, those that never quit. The strongest in the room. Step into these clothes and your mindset shifts. You become Top Notch. Check out tnclothing.com to become your Top Notch self. So back to the health industry. That's my expertise here. So macros provide balance. Yes. And that is about an 80-20 feeling about 80% good foods that fuel your body, recover your muscles, help you gain those muscles, all the things. 20% nerd ropes going to snack club. I get it. We do it every night. And so I love it. Just make sure you're getting your water in. Make sure you're getting that post-workout immediately following your workout. Super important. There's some like key things that aren't really negotiable whenever it comes to the rules of fitness of like you have to drink your post-workout. You have to at least get minimum 60 to 70 ounces of water a day. Make sure your sodium levels are at a good level because if you're just drinking water and then you don't have sodium, then you're not really hydrating yourself. You're just drinking water. And so make sure you get some electrolytes with that. All the things. And how I kind of want to explain it is it's not necessarily like, okay, five days, you have to be perfect. And then Saturday and Sunday is that 20% and you just blow it. Because likely what I have seen is people who do that. First of all, that's not really the 80-20 approach. So if you are living your life in you're doing perfect, Monday through Friday, following your macros, doing your workouts, you're drinking only water, and then on 
Saturday and Sunday, there's no limits, no macros. You're not working out. You're drinking alcohol. Maybe you're socially smoking. Maybe you... I've seen this. I'm just explaining things that I've seen from my members. Um, You kind of just, you know, let go. That is not 80-20. That's just inconsistency. And now you're spending three days of following your macros to make up for two days where you went balls to the walls. And now you're really only getting two days that are actually helping you into the direction that you're wanting to go. So stop, pause, take a look at your life, take a look at what you're doing. If that is you, let's try a different approach. Let's try to be good every single day at an 80% level, and then you get that 20% of indulgences. That 20% of a treat doesn't mean overboard, but again, if you're not like super tight with the results, like I need, I really am after this result. If you're kind of loose and flexible on it, great. If that's what makes you happy, at the end of the day, if it makes you happy, who cares? If you're doing 80, 20, 70, 30, 50, 50, I don't care. If you don't care, I just want you to be happy. And if that is not making you happy, then let's adjust. But if that's what's making you happy and you're living your best life, go for it. As long as you want, I don't care. I just think life's too short to be unhappy. So you have to stop and you have to think, okay, I'm loving this life that I'm living. I'm, I'm tracking my macros, at least maybe. The weekends focus on, if you don't want to fully track on the weekends, my advice is to at least hit your protein goal. Like that is a minimum that I can ask for you to do is hit your protein goal. And if you're a drinker on the weekend, go listen to my podcast number 21 and maybe I'll shift your mind. I've had hundreds and hundreds of members tell me, thank you for podcast number 21. It has completely changed my perspective on alcohol. And I've had a lot of members who said their husbands have listened to it and they have stopped drinking because they didn't realize the effects of alcohol on their body. And so I think maybe um, you should just stop, take a a step back. What are you loving? What are you not loving? And maybe make some changes. I think it's really smart quarterly to take a step back, write in your journal, how are you feeling? Do a little check-in with yourself, little checks and balances on Am I happy with what's going on the last quarter? Am I doing good? Do I want to change anything? How am I going to change it? And put those actions into plan. And that is how you can consistently avoid burnout. And that is how you can consistently see changes in your body. And also just be happy. That's how you can maintain happiness. I do a checks and balances at least monthly. The end of the month, I, so right now, I think about the whole month. And I journal every day, um, or at least every other, and I will write down things I love, things I didn't love, what about this month, you know, situations, where am I at physically, where am I at mentally, um, relationship statuses, where, where are those at, what's happening, what has happened in the last couple months, or the last couple weeks. Like I said, months, it's hard for me to think about what I did last month, and those sort of intimate relationships that I have, or like, whatever it looks like. I like to do it monthly. I've tried quarterly. For me, at the start, it was great. Now I like monthly. And then I set an intention for the next month 
on how I'm going to change, do better. And then I just put those actions into plan. So you're kind of doing a checks and balances for yourself, your life, your fitness, your food. Those are all the things that I run through every month. And it makes me feel better. Makes me feel like I have a really good grasp on my life, on my goals, on, okay, I'm really kind of disappointed in this, on my goals this month for maybe my workouts. Next month, I'm doing this. And how am I going to do that? Well, I'm going to start waking up at 5.30 in the morning and I'm going to do that. How am I going to do that? You're going to start drinking more water, eating my protein. I'm going to ask Jen to help me figure my macros. You have to use the tools in your tool belt or else you're just going to be kind of treading water for the rest of your life. If you don't feel like you're like, yep, my cup is full, I'm feeling good, I'm feeling motivated, I'm feeling happy, do a check some balances on your life and on you and see where it takes you. See what maybe spikes interest on where to go for the next month. It doesn't have to be long-term. Like Some people will, and I set a few goals at the beginning of every year, but man, that's like a lot of pressure to be like, okay, by December 31, I'm going to be doing this. Like, that's a lot for me. And so I will set a few long-term goals. I love short-term goals because I love to mark check boxes on my to-do list. And so monthly works best for me. And so just do what works for you. But that is what I do. And I feel like it has worked really, really well for the last couple of years of me doing that. And so again, like you can put the, you can allocate the 80-20 around your work-life balance, which I have done and it has helped me tremendously. So 80-20 in life. So how that looks for me is 80% of my work week. I do it Monday through Friday. I crush as much as I can during the week. I will stay up till two o'clock in the morning getting stuff done if I need to. And then during the weekend in the last, I don't know, since 2021, I have not worked on weekends. I used to be married to my work, married to it. That is how I built my businesses. I was married to it 24, 7, 3, 6, 5, but that is not sustainable. And that starts to give you burnout and you start losing sight of why you started that business or why you're doing this. And sometimes it is essential to make businesses grow and stay afloat for the first couple of years. Yes, 100% believe in the hustle. But I also believe in the balance and the pause and it's okay. It's okay. You don't have to be perfect all the time. And I've learned that and I've stepped back and my Saturdays and Sundays, I don't work. I will sometimes check messages on my phone and I'll answer some messages to members and add members to the group and stuff like small stuff. No more than one hour a day am I working on the weekends and it is so freeing. And so if you're a workaholic like me by nature, you have to find the balance and you don't know how. I turned off all notifications on my phone for social media. I you know, deleted the app on my phone so that way I couldn't scroll and I had to log into my computer to do what I need to do. And just making changes that work for you, but finding the 80-20 balance in the work-life balance, so important for me. And so it helps you rest, reserves your energy, it makes you fresh for that Monday to start. It gives you time to relax and have self-care, avoids burnout, So many good things come from it. And I promise you that work will be there on Monday. I did never think that I could say those words out of my mouth. The work will be there Monday. The messages will be there Monday. The emails will be there. 
And they will. For years, I just ran myself into the ground and I don't do it anymore. And I am happier than I've ever been in my life having that 80-20 work balance. So good. So good. And so I think kind of the same. This is kind of where I lack is the lifestyle and leisure on 80-20 with that. If I'm not working or hanging out with my kids, I'm doing nothing. And I'm okay with that for this season of my life. I don't go out. I don't hang out with friends. I don't do any of that stuff. My life coach told me recently, actually, she's like, I think you need more friends. And I'm like, I have a ton of friends. I have a core. I have my members who I consider all of my best friends. But I do have a core group of girls who I text with. But I like to do, I'm a homebody. I love to be at home. I like to be in my PJs. I like to lounge on a Sunday or Saturday if I'm doing nothing. I like to be showered by 7.30 and ready to chill. And so occasionally we'll go out. Our neighbors, they like to go a lot. We're friends with them. And um, we recently had an, an evening outing after a golf tournament with them. And I was so like peeved about it. I didn't want to go. It was last minute. I don't like last minute plans. And I was in at the pool with my three kids, no makeup on. My hair was braided and a nasty mess. Johnny won this horse championship, I think is what it's called. And he won it with his partners and he came to the pool. He's on cloud nine. He's like, oh my gosh, get, we got to go. We, we've got to go. We got to be back here for the cocktail dinner. In ceremony in 30 minutes and I look at him and I was like you can go I'm not going because I cannot do a cocktail outfit makeup and hair in less than 30 minutes it takes 30 minutes to get to our house and so I then stopped and I was like he drops everything for me 100% of the time here I go so I did and I changed my mood around and I curled my hair as fast as I could did some makeup on the drive there put a romper on And we had so much fun. And so nights like that remind me like, oh my gosh, we need to do this more often. And towards the beginning of the year, that was one of our goals for the year was to like do a date night, you know, minimum once a month, like intentional dress up, look good, date night out. And we have failed tremendously on that goal. We crushed it in the first couple months and we have done horrible since probably March. And so that was our one night out in August. I don't know the last one out besides that night. And so it's really hard for us to get a sitter and make it all work. And so to me, it's like a lot of energy to do all the things for a couple hours. And so right now I'm in a season where I like to do nothing. I'm sure you can relate to that. Or maybe you're a person that goes out and I envy you for the energy. And so I need to do better because that night out was so fun. And so we need to do that more often. And I really struggle. Right now, I would say my outing is about at a 10% and hanging out at home is at a 90. And so we do need to find a better balance with that because socializing is good for you. And so I would just try to make like I'm in charge of setting those intentions. I'm in charge of setting the changes and making it happen. Now I just have to do it. And so I will say the next couple months till the end of the year, I'm going to do better. We're going to do our one to two date nights out with some friends and be a little more social. So I hope this clears it up and shows you how simple it is to apply the 80-20 balance to anything in your life, any area that you feel needs improvement. 
stop, take checks and balances, write intentional goals on how you are going to change what you are not happy with. How are you going to make those changes? Start tomorrow, immediately do it because now you're motivated. You heard it. Okay, let's do this. Go. Start the new month. It's coming up with intention and in this year strong. We are going to have a whole last 90 days. I did a couple years ago and I really loved it. I'm doing a whole last 90 days little challenge inside of Jen's Get Fit Group and I'm super pumped about it. This is a little sneak peek about it, but it made everyone really intentional on ending the year the best version of themselves. And so that's what we're doing. I'm excited if you are not a member and you are interested in joining us on being intentional the last 90 days, I highly suggest signing up now so you can get into a flow and a momentum so you're ready to go whenever it's time. I love you guys. You are strong. You are powerful. You are worthy and you can do hard things. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Mind to Muscle. If you'd like to tune into future episodes, don't forget to follow me on your preferred listening platform. And if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure and leave a review. I really appreciate those. Don't forget you are strong, you are powerful, you are worthy, and you can do hard things. I love you guys. Bye. Bye.